That's not good. So here we go. You ready, Joe? I am are you, ready. Are you recording with your actual microphone? I am recording my actual microphone. Okay. Is your microphone facing you? It is facing me. All right. Do you have anything in your butt? Nope. Not right now. Well, I guess we're going to record then, Maybe unless later. you want to change your mind about any of those things. Well, I mean, I might put something in my butt. Oh, here we go. In five, four. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Loot Boat Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and tonight I've got coming in Clutch Kali. How you doing? What up? I am doing great. Happy to be recording with you guys tonight. If you guys can hear uh, dying children or squalling animals in the background, I do apologize. They are losing their minds. I told everyone no screens until 7.30, and it sounds like they're literally destroying the upper half of my house. So... Uh, but rounding out the trio tonight, we have I might have something in my bum, Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Joe? Oh, not much. What are you guys up to? Man, uh, just recording, doing some work stuff. I've been uh, I've been working the past oh four hours on this nice Sunday evening. I don't like to work on Sundays, but because I've been on vacation all week, I had a lot of calls to make. I had a lot of. Uh, I had to talk to, with my realtors. I had to meet up with some of my borrowers. So it's been a, it's been a busy Sunday. And then I, of course, I cooked. That's that's important too. Gained seven pounds on this past vacation week. Damn. Yep. 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 That's all right. It'll go away. It, it's not real pounds. It's like uh, the fake pounds that you get from eating trash for like a week straight. Have you guys ever been to SeaWorld? Uh, yes, yeah. I actually did uh, dinner at SeaWorld one year where you got to eat with Shamu. Whoa, there you go, there you go. Shamu's been dead for a while, hasn't he? Yeah, I okay. believe so. Okay, um, so shout out to a uh, good friend of the show, friend in RIL, Gareth. Uh, I told him whenever we went a couple weeks ago back, we were in Florida, what, a month ago, a month and a half, six weeks ago? I don't even know. It's been, it feels like, feels like it was just yesterday. So we were in, uh, we met them down in Florida, their family, and they were going to go to SeaWorld. And I said, hey, get the food pass. The food pass is like, if you have a season tickets, it's like $42. But if it's, I think it's like 50 bucks a person. But you can eat every hour on the hour at all these different restaurants. Well, lo and behold, since the last time I was there, six months prior, it changed from 60 minutes to 90 minutes. But 90 minutes is still provides a lot of eating opportunities so we went to SeaWorld. what is today we're recording on a sunday we were at SeaWorld on this past tuesday and so we got for my family of five we got two like all you can eat passes and we just i would just go in there and grab a tray of food and then everyone kind of graze off of it we go ride a ride and then you know by the time you wait in line you do a ride you get out it's eat 30 again so then we would go get another <laughs> tray of food from a different restaurant Everybody would kind of pick off of it. 
And then we would go ride a ride, get done, go maybe go to a show or something, and then it'd be eight thirty, and it just boom. It just there were so many freaking people, so busy that we just constantly found ourselves like, oh, we did a thing, let's go eat. Oh, we did a thing, let's go eat. I was freaking miserable. So like back in October when we went, I got five passes or four passes. I think I did four, and at four was way too much. We were throwing food away. So this time we did two passes. That was still too much. We were like, I was eating on principle by by six o'clock. I was like, oh god, it's eight thirty, but I need, I can't let it go to waste. So we were pounding down some food, and then we went to Bush Gardens on Thursday. Well, Bush Gardens it kept raining and it kept lightning, but it wasn't like a bad. It would be like five minutes, and then it would clear up. Five minutes it would clear up. So. We're like, well, dang, you know, we're kind of stuck <laughs> here. So all we could do was eat. So it was eat 30 and then we just go eat. And then it was like, well, we got to wait. Can't really do anything. Let's go to a show. We go to a show. We Oh, it's eat 30. So instead of like walking around and doing a bunch, it was kind of hanging out, waiting for the, waiting for that 90 minutes to go up. So yeah, unfortunately it did go up. So my information that I gave you last time, Gareth, was incorrect. But it is 90 minutes now, and we definitely pounded down some food. Two out of the six days I was gone, we ate like fat, gluttonous pigs, and it was amazing. So I don't know what that has to do with video games, but how's everybody doing tonight? Pretty good. Good. A little thirsty. Right. Oh, really? Really? You know what? You're in luck, Kali, because. Uh, this is the Loot Bros Podcast. Each and every week we get together, we talk about video games. Sometimes we talk about comic books. Sometimes we talk about um, indulging in lots of food items at theme parks. Every now and again we share uh, embarrassing stories about how we uh, may or may not have pooped our pants. <laughs> and we like to open each and every show up with a toast to something cool in the gaming industry. Maybe it's a news item. Maybe it's a community thing. You know, like tonight, we're going to put toast to our Patreon producers, Redbeard Rick, and my name is Mayo. You guys got anything else cool that you want to toast to? I want to toast to Xenoblade 3 coming out on Friday, and I pre-ordered it. Ooh. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, cool deal, Xenoblade. Hey, let's let's all pour one out for the Resident Evil Netflix show that just seems to be like absolute abysmal trash. Sucks ass through a straw. <laughs> Shit so, is terrible. Shit is so bad. I made a joke on one of my wrestling forums. I was like, bro, Monday Night Raw is better than this shit. Like, that's how you know. <laughs> I said I said it might be the worst live action Resident Evil product ever made. And I was like, that's and I mean like ever, Daryl. I mean like the cheesy ass cut scenes from Resident Evil One has better acting than this show. <laughs> it's bad. I can't really bad. I can't do it, man. I can't be bothered. So but it's the funny. action sequences were dope, but everything else is just trash. What's funny is, um, you know, we've had I've been posting in the community just the memes because I mean the Resident Evil groups are very they're they're not even they're not even mad anymore. They're just disappointed. It's just like <laughs> I feel like you're just used to it by now, right? Like yeah, yeah. But the funniest meme going around is is the, it shows all of the Resident Evil uh, Paul W S Anderson. Um, uh, photos, and it's got a picture of Thanos at the bottom that says, "Perhaps I judged you too harshly." <laughs> <laughs> and 
And it's just like, man, we thought it was bad. For those movies, it just got worse. It got so much worse. So here we are. We're going to toast. Nikolai, didn't you say you had something special that you're drinking tonight? Yes. Yes. I am drinking a red wine because I thought we needed to class this show up. Oh, God. (laughs) It's impossible. It's impossible to do that, first of all. Yeah, well, we'll do our best. Here we go. (laughs) Ah, tannins. Uh, mm, I'm drinking a lime LaCroix. And I'm splashing in a little bit of lemonade mio. Mm. What are you like, Tim Gettys with your Lacroix? No, 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 no. T- Tim Gettys makes Lacroix very lame. Ah, but that's over there is good. No, if you take lemonade mio, pour it in any lime sparkling water, you have heaven in a glass. It is completely E two M compliant. And it tastes like Mountain Dew. It's so, so, so freaking good. So, all right, guys, uh, who wants to start us off with what they have been playing? Well, before we get to that, okay. Speaking okay. of shows, I wanted to mention this. Has anybody seen the trailer for the new Dungeons and Dragons movie? I saw it pop up. I did not watch it. Oh, it looks so good. Interesting. It looks really good. It's probably going to be better than the Resident Evil stuff and i don't think that's hard to do hard to do (laughs) i saw earlier where like an article popped up now i'm not i'm not like following anything um i'm just as a variety and forbes and articles are popping up about resident evil i'm just kind of like look reading them a little bit and uh, there was a forbes article that popped up earlier that was just like yeah it doesn't look like there's going to be a season two of this resident evil it did so bad I thought I already got signed for season two. Uh, I mean, I read an article earlier today on Forbes that said it was very unlikely. That's a shame. The, the, I mean, the more exciting news is what's coming out of Comic-Con. Have you seen that stuff yet, Daryl? I saw the, the, the next couple phases of um, the Marvel stuff, but that's it. I've been on the road for... I was on the road all day yesterday. We went to a bunch of like wild beaches. And um, like saw some really cool stuff. I posted pictures on Facebook of like uh, like we went to this place called Driftwood Beach, and it's got a bunch of like dead trees. They're all just like something you see out of like Death Stranding or something. So it was freaking freaking cool. But outside of going to these various beaches, we were just on the road driving. I don't know, like a hundred hours. So, well, we're getting a new Daredevil series with. Charlie Cox, who's coming back to play Daredevil. 18 episodes was announced. Dude, that's awesome. He was so good. Oh, he was so good. He was the best. The best of us, as they say. So, I'm really looking forward to that. I I don't particularly... uh, I haven't loved anything Marvel has done, really, since Endgame. Actually, uh, maybe even Infinity War. So I'll I'll be interested to see what they do with this. What? But. Some of their new stuff is awesome. Mm. Have, did, I mean, Doctor Strange was okay. Did you watch Mrs. Marvel? Miss Marvel? The show? No. Oh no, god, just, it was so good. No, I haven't liked any of their shows. I, I haven't liked a single I one. I really like Miss like, Marvel. I, I watched a little bit of um, Captain Falcon or Cap, yeah, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, first couple episodes of that was lame. Um, WandaVision was just awful, I thought. Um didn't care anything for Loki. I don't I don't I haven't finished any of those. 
So I've been uh, I've been a little, little on the outs. I have zero interest in Thor: Love and Thunder. Like I hated Ragnarok, so like I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna like more of this." So, um, and outside of the nostalgia factor for Spider Man, I didn't think Spider Man's story was good. You know, like granted, what they did incorporating all the other universes of Spider-Man made them relevant, made them cool. Like that was awesome. But like, as far as the actual story of a to B, how we got to where we went, it was, it was terrible. <laughs> like <laughs> drunken Dr. Strange doing a spell for annoying, um, Spider-Man guy. <laughs> and it just all goes South and combines all the universes. Like there's literally a million ways that we could have done this. that was way cooler than that. But it is what it is. That's all, that's all right. It's still better than the Snyder Cut. Ooh. <laughs> Speaking of the Snyder Cut, the hotel we stayed in in Florida is called the Berkeley. We got like a deluxe three-bedroom suite or something like that. It was awesome. So freaking awesome. But the coolest part is you get a menu. And the menu is like two or three pages. And it says, hey, you can rent out a theater for private viewings no charge and you can like just reserve a time and you can pick from a list of movies you want to watch and the Snyder Cut was on that list I could have gotten a four hour private theater to watch the Snyder Cut and did but you? I, just, I, I wish I, I wanted to I just there was no time we were in the theme parks from open to close every day of the week with the exception of the one day we went to the beaches and um, <clears throat> we we shut them down like Fireworks shows and all. So. But it was cool. And next time, next time I go to Berkeley, I'll watch the Snyder Cut in a theater. But, Kali, why don't you start us off with what you've been playing? Well, Monster Hunter uh, Sunbreak released, which, of course, is the expansion to Monster Hunter Rise. And I've been heavily, heavily into that. Uh, the other thing I've been playing is I did beat, and I did play and beat, um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and I went the extra mile Ooh. and actually platinumed it. I want to take a minute right there. Let's let's throw this out there. Kalai has gotten a platinum more recently than the host of the Trophy Horrors, Tricky Mick. Our gaming PC gal Kalai has a platinum trophy on PlayStation Five more recently than Tricky Mick. <laughs> Bucks us up, Tricky. <laughs> like a bee. As a matter of fact, while you're talking, Clyde, I'm going to write into their show because they're recording live. And I'm going to ask, how come Tricky has less recent Platinums than Clyde? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave my microphone unmuted so you guys can hear me type it in. Clyde has more <laughs> macro free trophies in 2022 than Tricky does. Ah. Um. I've also been playing a little bit of Neon Abyss. I really, really like that game. I, I'm, nice. I, I started Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think you heard me play a little, like talk a little bit about that. That I was having problems with the game. It wasn't looking. It was having a lot of lag problems with the on the PC, like a lot of glitches, which I really was annoyed about. So I was told to switch over to my uh, Xbox. So I'm going to start playing it on my actual Xbox. Um, what else have I been playing? <laughs> I just sent it in. <laughs> You'll be able to hear him, though. 
No, but next week when the show comes out, we'll definitely hear the response. <laughs> maybe maybe you can message Matt and make sure that he asked Tricky that. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. Um, I'm kind of looking for like games that I could easily pick up and play, and I, I've been having trouble finding those games. Uh, yeah, but that's pretty much it. Um, I did beat Cyberpunk 2077, which we do have a deep dive coming out. Uh, soon about that it was with nice. me and Matt G yep. and I don't want to talk too much about uh, R- Ratchet and Clank because we are going to be doing a deep dive about that game it was a lot of fun if you haven't played it totally worth it yes 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 so but that's pretty much it for me nice nice alright Joe what have you been playing a lot of stuff um I've been playing Lego Batman Three. It's a fun one. I'm liking it. Have you uh, Have you guys played Lego Batman Three, Daryl? You did you ever pick that one up? Yeah, I've played it. It's it's, it's, it's very different because they add all these different characters in that I didn't think you were gonna play as. Like they added all the villains, and the villains are working teaming up with the bag with the with the good guys to fight even more villains. It's interesting. It's an interesting storyline. I'm liking it so far. Uh, they just add so many things in these Lego games now. It's, like, insane. It's, like, collect all these minikits. Collect all these guys. Like, it's insane. There's just way too much to do. I'm digging it, though. You know, I haven't played this one yet, like, at all. So, it's it's a new game for me. Um, I, do you know what I started playing today, Daryl, though? I started playing Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. That's a good Man, one. Man, that game is amazing. How is that the it's first next-gen Call of Duty, and it's still better than half the other ones? It's a good one. I like that one a lot. <clears throat> I liked it better than all the Black Dude, Ops. Atlas is and... a sweet. Like it's it's a pretty cool. Like it's like oh man, well, man, his son died, so he created Atlas, and then that's yep. it's it's a cool story. I'm really digging it so far. I'm about like three or four missions in. I know there's like 15 missions, so I'm digging it so far. But yeah, I I even might want to pick up the multiplayer and play that. It looks it looks cool. Like I like I like the combat. I like how everything works. I mean, and a lot of people bitched and complained about it, but I think it's better than um, well, Infinite Warfare, which kind of, in all senses, like a kind of like the continuation of that, but not really. It's very. I liked Infinite Warfare. It was it was interesting. So it got a lot of heat because it was in space, but like it was it was cool. You had some really cool environments you went to, and it was a decent story. Like I enjoyed it. I just like when they do different. Uh, excuse me. I just like when they do different things with Call of Duty and they don't keep things the same. Like, how many times can you do World War Two? Correct. Or Modern Warfare? Like, it, it's like at one point you're gonna have to do something different. And I, I like that they kind of thought outside the box with these newer games. And they're well, at some at some point they're gonna run out of wars. And you gotta create new ones. Exactly, and that's what they're doing now. They're like, we're just gonna create different wars for us so we can create our own campaigns and I, I just think that's cool like I like all the characters in the game like the guy that you walk around with Joker he's a pretty cool guy like I'm definitely I'm definitely enjoying the campaign so far so I'm, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna stick with this one uh, update on some Patreon stuff Need for Speed is still fucking bullshit <laughs> god that game is so hard like I might have to put it throw in the towel on this one like seriously I just can't I just cannot do the dirt races like, they infuriate me to no end, to the point where, like, I'm not even enjoying playing the game. Like, at all. And that, and, and that like, concerns me. When, like, I don't 
enjoy playing something at all, I'm like, all right, is this even worth playing now? It's crazy. And it's crazy. It kind of is because like I I don't ever usually get to that point, but with this game, I'm like at my breaking, I'm at like my wits end. Like the shit is the shit doesn't need to be this hard. That's what she said. Dude, my wife made a that's what she said joke in the theme part the other day. And it was she said something like I forget what the response what what the the what was said that she responded to. And then she's like, That's what she said and she kinda tried to like say it like low so where no one else heard it. And my daughter heard her and she screamed, Ah, mom just made a that's what she said joke. <laughs> That's great. It was so funny. I'm like, dude, my kids know what that's. They know that they that's a thing. Like we're at, we're at that point now. It's funny. But yeah, there, there was, I played a lot of stuff this week. Nothing that I'm like, nothing crazy though. Um, I also played Stray. So if you guys want to talk oh, about yeah. Stray for a few minutes, I can do that. And go for the, it, man. Because I've only played a little bit. I played a little bit last night once we got in. From I the beat room. about sixty percent of it now. I'm almost done. So I know I was gonna say I was gonna do a deep dive or like do a full review this week, but I'm only gonna give you like a half review. Playing as a cat, I was hoping for so much more, but what it really is is it's a phenomenal little game. Like it had no, it has no right being this good. I think the mechanics run really, really well. Work really, really well with the game. Like you're you're this little cat who's running around like city with robots and you're helping solve puzzles and help people out and it's a it's a pretty simple cool little game I'm enjoying it I really really am like I really like the cat he's cool I like the trophies are cool because they make you do like different obscure things out in the world and I think that's really cool I love when games make you like interact with the environment to unlock trophies I think that's really cool so nice. Daryl, what, what was your impressions of it so far? Um, so far, so good. Like uh, my kids watched uh, their favorite YouTuber Dan TDM play it a little bit. So when they saw me fire it up, everyone come running in the room like, "Oh, dude, let's play!" So it, this will be a pass the controller game. Um, graphically, it looks really, really good. I'm playing the PS5 version first. I don't know if there's a, uh, you know, like a PS. I don't know if there's like an auto pop scenario for this one. I don't think but, there is. Well, we'll definitely play through it twice for sure. I mean, I mean, I, I hear the platinum's pretty straightforward. I didn't look it up. Uh, the, like, so some of the collectibles are a pain in the ass, but I mean, that's you know, that's what it is in gaming. You know, collectibles are always gotcha. a pain in the ass. Gotcha. Well, it looks pretty cool. So so far, so good. So uh, there's a speed run trophy there. That looks kind of annoying. Oh uh, yeah, it's like beat it in two hours or something like that. And I yeah. was like, uh, yeah. As we're talking, I clicked over to the trophy. There's game. times when I'm like, where the hell am I even supposed to go? Because it's not very, like, hand-holdy where, like, it tells you exactly where to go. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, okay, well, go over here. It doesn't really do that. It says, like, go find this guy. And I'm like, all right, well, where is he? Yeah, you figure that out on your own. And I'm like, what? Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, that's pretty dope. So yeah, so far we 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 played I don't know maybe an hour uh, maybe thirty five forty five minutes of it I don't think we played quite an hour so we did a little bit I started to doze off when it wasn't my turn so um and it was also midnight <laughs> so well, we're gonna play it you know tonight we're doing a family game night so we'll see um 
But it'll definitely be a game that my daughter and I beat this week for sure. Yeah, it's a pretty quick game from what I saw. It's only like five or six hours. I dig it. I dig it. So I'm definitely going to get back to it sometime this week. I wanted to finish it, like I said, before the show, but just didn't get it done, unfortunately. And then I started playing other things, and, you know, you know what happens. You know, you get distracted by one thing or another, and you just totally don't play it. Um, I played. I started up a new universe mode in WWE uh, WWE 2K22. Now that all the DLC is out for the game, since all of it's out now, I've just been trying to kind of messing around with all the new characters and stuff. I I tried playing that the other day, <clears throat> and I'm having some of the same issues that Kali is having with not knowing where to stand for these objectives. So that's on my list of things to do this week as well is go back and finish that campaign it's mode. It's a pain in the butt. Some of those, like they really don't, they don't handhold at all. And like even when you go, like look at the like the button press in the pause menu, it really it's not really like clear enough what you're supposed to do, and it's very confusing. I, yeah, absolutely. I've been like it, trying to do everything, and and you know people are like, oh, just go on YouTube. Yeah, I've gone on YouTube. It doesn't really help. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. So the way I finally figured out how to do them is I went and like watched. I didn't watch a video. What I did was I went and looked it up on like a forum, and like the guy kind of explained exactly what you had to do, like like move by move by move, but like spelt it all out. And he's like, yeah, if you're doing it this way, you're gonna have this move happen. So don't do that. And I was like, oh, shit. Could you send me that? <laughs> I gotta find it again, but yeah. I'll see if it's still in my search history. I dig it. I dig it. You got anything else, Joe? Not really. Like, it's been a... Sh- I mean, I, I talked a lot on the last... On the, uh... The Driftcast about what I played this week. So, like, I'm kind of like Adam Material and don't want to repeat myself. But... I dig it. But yeah, I, I, I didn't play too much this week. Cool, cool. All right. Well, I haven't played much either. Most of everything I did this week was, you know, was vacation related. I did bring my Vita with me and I played a little bit of Lego Avengers on the Vita. That's kind of the latest game I've been chipping away at on there. Uh, I lost my progress on Final Fantasy uh, twice. (laughs) I'm just like, "Ah, I can't. Wait, really? So I'll start that one over eventually. But I've been chipping away at some Marvel Lego Avengers. It's it's okay. Like. I don't know. At this particular game, I've started on the PS3 and I've started on the um, on the Vita, and I just can't love it. Like it's just not. I don't know. I don't know what I want out of out of this, but it's just not. It's not my favorite game to play. I really like the um, Lego Marvel superheroes on Vita because it was more two and a half D, like kind of side scrolly. And it definitely, like, it played a little more straightforward than some of the other LEGO stuff. And I kind of enjoyed that. Like, I think I kind of liked a little more straightforward experience um, when it comes to LEGO games. Because sometimes they can be kind of annoying. You don't know where to go. You like, can't figure out what to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't It's not trying, It doesn't really tell you what what they want you to do. And that, that gets kind of No, annoying. this LEGO Batman game is absolutely annoying with that. It's like everybody has like ten yeah. different power ups, and like you don't know which one to use on which thing. So like, it's all trial and error. And I'm like, I don't want trial and error in a Lego game. I want to go right and collect Lego bits and beat levels. Yeah, yeah. So that being said, I, I played that. Uh, I played Stray. 
Um, and then the uh, I'm playing right now. I'm pl- I mean, it's funny. I had to install it like twice. Um, the uh, the campaign for Call of Duty Vanguard. So the game looks and plays amazing. It, and I'm playing the PS4 version first, and then I'm gonna play the PS5. But oh my gosh, such a cool game. Um, I'm really early on into it, so I don't really have a ton to say about the campaign. But playing that, it just looks amazing. Um, played uh, some Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's the last pledge game I have on our Patreon. I'm chipping away at it. I'm on Chapter 8, I believe. I've already seen uh, Sephiroth, or Sephiroth, whatever his name is, in the in the kind of the visions. And I'm with Aerith, kind of running around doing side quests and just kind of knocking out little things for people. Um, I'm not prepared to go for the Platinum on this game, but I'm doing side quests anyways. So I don't really know what my what my purpose is when you know once I finish it. I mean, you gotta beat it on very hard to get, or you have to beat it on hard mode to get the platinum. So, okay, well, I I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I don't love it enough to try that, but I don't dislike it enough to cancel it out. You know, what I'm saying I'm very, I'm very in the middle in this game. There's just times where it's just so slow. Like, I would just want to go, and it wants me to walk really slow. It wants me to, you know, like in uh, like Gears of War, it's like you'll have this big action sequence and then you'll walk real slow while you have your finger up to your ear on the intercom. It's just like, let me go. Just let me run. <laughs> like talk in my ear and let me run. This game does that a lot. It's, it's very much lots of do one thing, walk real slow, do one thing, walk real slow. So but when the game's moving and I'm able to fight and do stuff, it's very, very good. But when it's not, it's, it's very slow and annoying. So, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last show, um, but I got the Platinum and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Did I say that? I don't, I don't know. remember. Okay. Well, I'm jo- Kali and I are, t- you know, we're, we're going in this together in, in July's. Um, we have more Platinums than Tricky Month. And so we both have the Platinum and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I had the same issue with this game that she did. The, the shield trophy where you have to I forget the name of the gun now, the repulsor or whatever, the void repulsor or whatever it's called. But essentially you have to put up a shield, absorb a couple bullets, and then fire out without the shield itself killing the enemies. That was annoying. So I've been playing through that. By the way, uh, since trophy horse don't talk about trophies, I would just like to tell the community this. You have to get that gun to level five before you can get that trophy. And I didn't even realize this. I didn't even buy the gun till the end of the game. And by the time I bought the gun, there was no more enemies left because I had cleared everything out. Yep. So just keep that in mind, too. Yep. Get the gun to level five. And then if you need to, you can do the challenge mode. But the mistake I made was I started the game over on challenge mode. You, know, you can create your save file and then you start a new game with all your weapons and stuff. I did that, so I didn't have access to the challenge arenas anymore and caused myself basically a half a playthrough on the game. Oh, yeah, I did the same thing, but I got to the arena, and that's where I got the achievement. But it was good. It was a good game. I quite enjoyed it. Um, Next up, I I did Tetris Effect. I've been playing a little bit of that. It's really freaking good. Yeah, it is. I, I played through several levels of that. 
I had to do some some classes this week, some compliance classes. I had to do a class for my license in Florida. Um, lot, lots of not this past week. Was it this past week? Yeah, well, I did it this past weekend. So last weekend from the time of recording. So before we hit the road on Monday, I was you know in, doing a bunch of class stuff. So I did that. And what I was doing to kind of keep myself, I've I found that like when I'm in class, when I'm in these like, I got to sit there for hours and listen to someone talk to me, I like, like teach me, I get very um, antsy. I got a little bit of ADD going on with that kind of stuff. So playing Tetris in the background keeps me like stimulated and it doesn't like get in my way of actually paying attention to what I'm supposed to be learning. So that was pretty cool. I played a little bit of Tetris while while learning. Um, and then the last thing, uh, I played some Division 2 with our boy Tricky Mick. And uh, the game's awesome. The Division 2 is really good. So I don't know that it warrants like the amount of time, you know, thousands of hours that people put into it. But as far as like just checking the game out and playing it and playing it with Tricky has been really fun. That's that's me. That's all I got. Cool. All right. Who's ready to head on over to our Loot Bros leaderboards? I am. All right. So we're going to start off with the True Achievements leaderboard. In first place, once again, Sadik with 2,195 achievement points. He's playing some Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, 100 points below him. I'm styling on your bro. 2,095 achievement points. Uh, he's playing Power Wash Simulator. I've heard really good things about that. People are saying that Power Wash Simulator is the game they did not know they needed. Didn't you guys make fun of us for getting that for free on, on our... Uh... Yes, yes, I did. So <laughs> It seemed like a really dumb... Well, first off, it seems like a dumb game. Second off, it seems like a really, like, oof, scraping the bottom of the barrel when you have, like, for Game Pass. But I'm in a couple of gaming dad groups on Facebook. And a lot of the guys in there were saying, I didn't realize I would I, I would like this, but I really do. So, um, next, third place, GDI Master Ace uh, playing some, he's got 515 achievement points playing some Deep Rock Galactic. And then in fourth place, Sony Pony to you with 160 achievement points, playing some Forza Horizon 5. Fifth place, our very own Kalai with 48 points, playing uh, Skull the Hero Slayer. Good job, Kalai. Good job. Thank you. Next up, oh man, we have a new king on the top of the mountain. Loot Bros True Trophies leaderboards. We have Redbeard Rick with 176 trophies. Playing some Minecraft. There you go. A bit of a drop. Second place, Mr. TMNT84 with 41 trophies. Playing some Stray. Damn. That is a far drop. Yeah. I'll take it, though. I'll take it, though. Yep. Third place, MZ Nitro. 29 trophies. with. Uh, he's playing some Driver San Francisco. And then fourth place, I'm styling on your bro. Playing some Train Sim World 2. And while we're here, we'll go ahead and give out the fifth place. Stink Palm, 25 trophies, playing some catwalk model in Fall Guys. Or, excuse me, 
catwalk model is the actual trophy name in Fall Guy. And, uh, of course, Kalai, you're in seventh place with 20 trophies for Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Very good, very good, very good. I only have 13 trophies for the week. And I still beat Tricky Mick, who only had two trophies. He's in 13th place. I mean, you don't really get any more trophies for playing Division at this point. You're right. You're right. That is a thing. That is a thing. All right, Claw, you want to uh, take over with the backlog beatdown? Yes, I do, sir. We have I'm Stylin' on you, bro, with 113. CJ Anderson with 82. Uh, Diago with 74. Daryl with 69. Red- hey, 69. Redbeard Rick with 69. 69. Hey, we're both done, Rick. Me and you, we're both out for the rest of the year. Uh, Joe's at 55. You updated your stuff, correct, Joe? Yep, all updated. Did you also post all your pictures? Yep. Sweet. Gareth is at 49. JT is at 48. Uh, Jared's at 29. He's getting up there. Alex is at 23, and so is I yield to no one. Zachary is at 21. James the Nerd is at 19. Matthew Molden is at 19. Me, Noah, and Tricky are at 15, which I intend to pass. Nice. Uh, Homer Gets Stuffed is at 9. Um, Spider Packs is at 8. B-Wow is at 6. 42J is at 5. Jim is one achievement away from finishing Hades and getting the 100% in Hades. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So. And then Sadik is at five. Uh, Sadik actually has a few more points. I didn't check our email prior to this, but he did email in some, some stuff that he got. So he's got at least four more points. I need to check the dates on the games that he's that he's... He's got 200% that I have to add. You're slacking. So, I didn't think about it until just now. Like, well, as we were doing it, I was like, oh, you know what? I didn't check the email. But to be fair, to be fair, I've been on uh, I've been on vacation. Slacking. So I'll have that updated here in just a moment. So, all right, guys, what we're going to do for this week's episode is we're going to have a, a bit of a community questions-based episode. Um, we, there's not really a ton going on right now, not a ton of big releases going on right now. And, you know, with kind of the, the state we've been in with the loot bros, um, you guys just did a drift cast. So you're going to cover a bunch of the things you've been playing and I don't have anything new to really add outside of, Oh, I do have one game I didn't mention earlier, but I'm going through with my son. We're playing Resident Evil five and we played one or two missions this morning, and that's we're, we're talking about playing that tonight. So, but not really doing anything crazy. But we did have a decent amount of community questions come in. So originally, I wasn't going to be on this show. I, so I wrote in to the show with a few questions for you guys. But normally, I would say, okay, well, I would just not read mine out. And then we just read everybody else's. But I still, I'm thinking I'm going to ask the questions anyways, especially since it's um, pertinent to everything I've been doing this week. So uh, this week's official topic is also our community questions section. So what we'll do is, Kalai, I'm going to read one out from the Facebook group. Then I'll have you read one out from the Discord. And we'll go back and forth like that. How's that sound? Perfect. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, hey, yeah, great minds. Correct. All right, so here we go. This is one that I posed 
for you guys, assuming I wasn't going to be here, but I do would li- I would like to know what is the best or what is your favorite theme park? Starting with Clyde. Ooh, right now Disney World. But if I ever go to the Mario, a Super Mario themed Nintendo park, that could overtake it. <laughs> that could be the one. All right. How long has it been since the last time you went to Disney? Uh, it's been years. My mother and father lived down there. Uh, for a long time and they lived close to disney world so we used to go down there and just spend you know days at the park because we could heck yeah uh but unfortunately my parents had to move back and my father passed away so it's been a long time i understand i understand what about you joe um i really like universal i'm more of a universal person i like like jurassic park i like they're but no i mean as much as i do like universal though like disney's just special there's just something about being at Disney that's just... I dig it. It, like, it makes you a kid again when you're an adult. And I think like when you have a kid and you go to Disney and seeing ki- Disney again through a kid's eyes is way different than seeing it through like an adult's eyes. Like You get to like enjoy it a second time. So Okay. Um, I never... I've never been to Disney. This year alone, we've been to Busch Gardens, SeaWorld... Universal, been to Universal several times. I love Universal, so I, I'm not a I'm not a huge Disney property person, you know. So for me, I tend to enjoy you know the stuff that is at Universal mm-hmm. personally. Um, so that they're they're good, but uh, but uh, SeaWorld is cool, man. I really like the the Dolphin Show, like it's it's exceptional. And I went to SeaWorld back last October, and I went just this past week, and the dolphin shows were different, so that was really cool. Um, but, you know, as far as Busch Gardens goes, that's more of like your thrill ride coaster. Oh, and we've been to Dollywood this year as well. We went to Dollywood not too long ago. So, um, as far as Universal, go- excuse me, uh, Busch Gardens goes, it has more thrill ride stuff, and I get really bad motion sick, spinning circles, going upside down. And so I try every so often to get on one of those and kind of brave it. And I'm getting better at it. I think I'm building up a bit of a tolerance. But for the most part, you know, the, the thrill rides don't really work for me. And Bush Gardens has a lot of like uh, zoo stuff. You know, it's it's like uh, you can take it. I took a train around there and there's like like zoo style exhibits. So there's lions, there's tigers, there's rhinos, there's antelope, there's um, freaking uh, giraffes, there's zebras, all this stuff. And it's really cool. All the different, you know, there's aquarium stuff there. There's, there's a bird, um, exhibits there. There's all kinds of stuff. There's even a kangaroo exhibit. So there's cool stuff there to look at, even if you don't ride the rides. And since spider packs is still kind of short, like I usually break off the groups and take him to go do stuff. He can ride anyways. So it works out for our group, but yeah, as for me, I love Universal, dude. It's freaking awesome. All right, Ender writes in and says, what do you think of Xbox move to integrate Discord and its system? Do you think Sony will do the same at some point? That's the first. I mean, it's not integrated very well for those of you who don't, like, or not, like, well abreast of this topic or this situation. Basically, you have to download an app on your phone, and then you have to link your Xbox account to that app. So it's like having another chat device to have chat with other people on different devices like 
fucking people on Xbox, they're all like, they all fucking play Xbox. They're not chatting with anybody else. Let's be real. Like, you own Xbox, you own Xbox. So you're not going to chat with PS4 people. You're not going to chat with Switch people. And if you're going to use Discord, you're probably just going to use it on a computer anyway. Because who doesn't have a computer like 15 feet from their console? Most people do at this point. Or they'll just use Discord on their phone. So it's not a native app, which I think was a big mistake. Like, it should just have a native app. If you're not going to launch a native app, don't even do it. Like, Nintendo does this bullshit too, where it's like the chat system works through, like, an app you download on your phone the same way. It's like... It's 2022. Like, just get, just, no. This is terrible. Terrible. Um, I disagree with you by the fact that everybody has, um, Discord on their, um, on their computer. I use Discord a lot on my iPad. Um, my cousin uses it on his phone when we play Nintendo. So, I mean, I don't know why they did it as a different app. Maybe eventually it will come to the system more natively. And I, I, I have talked on Discord while playing other games on my system. So, I think it's and cool. I, I really hope that they integrate Discord on both Xbox and PlayStation. Because there's plenty of times that me and Joe want to sit and talk and... I would want to play PC, and if we could do it natively through Discord, I think it would be really cool. I mean, we can. We just need to use separate devices to do it, which I, I feel like nowadays, like, we've already been doing this for years. Like, people know how to do this at this point. Yeah. So, okay, to, to, get, to kind of backtrack a bit, PlayStation has already started their Discord integration. They started it last year. So, now... You, I know it's not a ton, and I don't know why there's no native like app and back and forth on there like it's supposed to be. But um, they have, uh, if you're on Discord, you can see people playing PlayStation games. Like it gives you the option to sync up with your console or whatever or your pl- your profile. And PlayStation made some sort of deal with Discord last year, uh, and supposedly, from what I understand how this stuff's been reported on various podcasts, this is it's supposed to happen. We're supposed to get native Discord app built in or cross party chat, all that stuff. I don't know where that's at or what's happening. And I didn't know the way you're explaining things, um, Joe. I didn't know that there was a difference, like that you had to have a different app to use it on Xbox. But I imagine one day we're going to get to a point where everyone is you know, going to be together and everyone's going to be, you know what I'm saying, able to talk through Discord. So, like, it's not like it is. It's it's still the regular Discord app, but you have to link it through your Xbox account. So you have to do, like, an extra verification step, which is kind of like a pain in the ass. Like, there's no reason for that. Discord already works the way it is. You shouldn't have to, like, link an account to use it. It's just, I don't know. It's just weird. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't uh, I don't use Discord a ton, and, and what I do is I tend to I tend to get on Discord for a little while and then forget about it, and then get on it for a little while and forget about it. So I'm trying to do better. All right, then Ender asks, any exciting news you think will come out of Comic Con this month? I mean, we've already heard the news. For me, it's the Marvel stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, then he asked, will Jared ever go back to his love for poetry involving herds, turds? He, he hasn't been writing in about the turds lately. I think he's... A, Doc, Dr. Dr. Deuce is dead. Yeah, Dr. Deuce, he took... He, <laughs> he took the final number two. <laughs> so, I don't know. I would like to. I would like for Jared to write back in. I'm getting a little... I will say this. Jared and I message back and forth every couple of days. Sometimes every day. So, he, Dr. Deuce is alive. I just think that his... Uh, you know how right, like really famous, really... like high-profile writers. They get writer's block every so often. I think that's what's happening. Dr. Deuce, he's a little constipated. He's a little backed up. That's too good. This is, <laughs> the jokes write themselves. This, it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> so. All right, all right. So now we'll head back over to the Facebook group. This is another one that I asked, and I was going to... I was going to, uh, you know, ignore it, but I, I'll ask you guys: What's the best game you've played so far this year? It's a tough one. That is. Whenever I one. ask you that, what's the first one that popped in your head? Monster Hunter. Okay. It's really tough. All right, let me look. Tara, do you have an answer? Because I'll look through my trophies right, real quick. Uh, I'd say. As far as total package goes, you know, R- Ratchet and Clank was, you know, it, it is a little current, so I don't know if that's fair, uh, but I, I really did enjoy it. Um, I would say Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's Revenge would be, yeah, that was that one would be the next one. So, as far as when I say total package, like the actual act of getting all the trophies was fun. Um, Shredder's Revenge, I've beaten a couple times now, and the act of getting all the trophies is not as fun. It takes it takes two is a good one too. I hadn't, hadn't got that one yet. So, yeah, outside of that, I mean, I've played a lot of cool stuff, but I think that's, I think Shredder's Revenge and uh, Ratchet and Clank are going to be the two best ones that I've played so far. So, yep, I think that's it. I mean, I've played some Dying Light 2, but I haven't played enough of it to really, well, that's not really fair. I played a little bit of Horizon, that's not really fair. Yeah, I haven't really gotten into them like I should. I guess uh, DMC, Devil May Cry, I played that in January. That was freaking awesome. So, And I played Fear 3 in January. That was another really good one. That was awesome. So, I don't know. I played some good stuff, but I think Ratchet & Clank, Shredder's Revenge are probably two of the best ones I've got right now. So, um, Kalai, you got another one from Discord. I'm sound on you, bro. Writes it and says, "Do you think Sony's censorship is beginning to get way out of hand with their stupid PlayStation safety features?" You are forced to agree with. My friend messaged me, "Fancy a chant tonight, mate," and it got deleted by PlayStation safety. If we have to be 18 or older to make an account, why are we being treated like babies? Do you think they should go the route of Netflix, where there are accounts with child-only content that can be said, done, or played? Um, dude, I think that, that PlayStation censorship in general is, is getting a little excessive. I think that the fact that there's games coming out on different platforms that are essentially the same thing minus a little bit of content in general is a big deal. And I think both parties are Xbox and I can't speak for Nintendo because I've never chatted with a person on there. But I think both of them are getting a little like a little, uh, 
I don't, they're getting a little weird with their verbiage when it comes to things you can and can't say on their platforms. So, um, well, I'm not a huge fan of censorship or a lot. Okay. Let me back up as a parent. I'm thankful for these things because it does filter out a lot of the crap that can and can't be said to my children. Um, but I like that being an option under parental settings as a, normal human being who likes to have free reign of my platform of choice. It alarms me that these things are happening, even though it's not necessarily something that would, that I would necessarily need. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to be able to say whatever in the world I can possibly think up on PlayStation or Xbox, because I'm never going to say or do something that it's, that warrants there needing to be some sort of, censoring on the flip side as a liberty loving american i think that we should have the opportunity to say and do whatever um at the end of the day it seems like sony has cracked down in a lot of areas kind of behind the scenes that they haven't they have never drawn any corporate attention to that they're just getting a little more tight on things tight on things being said tight on things being sent um tight on content on their platform. However, an area they're not so tight on is the amount of spam bots that are actually in the messaging app. I don't know if you, Joe, or if you, Kali, get a lot of that. Oh, my God. You want to pay for these trophies? Dude, all the time. I get blown up with that trash. So I don't understand the inconsistencies in what is and is not cut out. That is true. And, you know, the funny part with them cracking down and all this stuff nintendo was the worst for censorship in fact a lot of the like the Wii era games they would not let anybody onto their platform because it wasn't kid friendly so as an adult i was all excited to have like the handheld stuff but there was no games that i wanted to play because they are all like oh my pet cat my pet dog yep so it's kind of funny to see that this reverse going on with with sony you weren't playing the right games. And first of all, Nintendo had the most ridiculousness because they had that Picto Chat app thing on there, and you could draw penises on there all day. And Nintendo like never shut it down. <laughs> Picto Chat is what it was called. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. It like lives in infamy. It, like I remember when they made the Smash Brothers level where they let you make your own Picto Chat level, and then they had to take it down because people were just making penis floats. <laughs> that's funny you know you know what though like i had like a big there was something on one of the old loot bros episodes back when frosty was here maybe he wasn't on that episode but i remember listening back one day and i was i went on this big rant just about how nintendo doesn't have anything for me and nintendo wanted me they would have to change their policies blah 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 and now look at nintendo they're putting unrated versions of their games on there that Sony and Xbox are censoring. Here's looking at you, Agony. Right? They're putting all kinds of crap on their platform that gets that's like the more mature version. They've got all these indie games. And I'm just like, man, I never saw a world in which Nintendo would be the Wild West and the other platforms would be the uptight one. So, it's mm-hmm. crazy. And so, and I mean, Sony comes. No, I was no. going to say Sony comes from Japan. Japan's a very, very perverted country when it comes yes, to stuff are. like 
stuff like that. <laughs> all you Japanese that listen to the show, you perverts. All you Japanese fans that listen to the show, pervert. I just think it's like it. It just goes to show you that like they don't like they know what sells on the Switch, and they and because it can be so discreet on a handheld, it's it's very very marketable. And they'll just put anything on there. I was like, I was scrolling through the eShop. I'm like, man, there's a lot of hentai trash on here. Like, a lot. Like, a lot of, like, booby games and games with, like, clad, like... And it's funny, because, like, Nintendo will censor their games, but they won't censor other people's games. So, like, they'll give you Bayonetta, but they'll, like, clothe Bayonetta up more in their version on their system. But you can play, like, an uncensored version on another console that has higher censorship it makes no it makes no sense for some of this stuff you know that may you know i'm glad you brought that up because i remember reading an article just last week about how bayonetta is going to be censored now it is but it was like the remasters were more censored than the original versions were really i own it yes. but i never played the remaster i mean don't get me wrong i, I like I played the original Bayonetta and it wasn't so bad, you know, like, I mean, sure her clothes are made of her hair and every now and again, she has to put her hair up, but it never really showed anything so inappropriate. You know, it was more so implied or things she would cover herself through the, do the environment or certain body motions, things of that nature. Like it was all tongue in cheek though. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it wasn't, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's the best way to put it. But then, I haven't played the PS4 version, so I don't know if they've changed any of that stuff. But I'm like... It more cha- it more changed for the Switch ports than anything else. But, like, don't get me wrong, I would love to play Bayonetta again, and I don't know that I want to have to explain, you know, why this person's swimsuit just turned into nothing and her hair's all over the place. Like, that... You know, like, that... As a... In my position, <laughs> I don't... I don't need things to be uncensored, but... I do get the concern, and I really don't like the fact that so many times we've we, we've had to you know address that in in this on the show and in in just in general in gaming that like things are changing and maybe not necessarily for the better. So. I just think there's very there's a lot of better places to get your titties to and your your hentai from. You don't need to get it from your video games. Very true. I agree with that. Like. Yeah, Man. but it's still a genre. Yeah, I mean, it is a thing. Yeah, no, I get you there, too. I don't know. I don't know. All right, well, we is it my turn now, Kalai? It is. All right, guys, this was a question I threw in there just for fun. But since we're here, we'll ask it. Uh, have you ever pooped your pants on a family trip or vacation? And before we answer the question, I had to edit my post because it auto-corrected and Matt G wrote in said the fact that I know you intended to what you intended to ask tells you I am too familiar with this podcast. So before you edit anyone reading this, Daryl asked if the host ever poked their pants, not pooped, poked. I've never poked my pants. I actually had that saved up for the episode because <laughs> I knew you were going to change the wording, and I was like, no, I've never poked my pants. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Autocorrect hates me. I, it, it, my messages will be good. And then I'll hit send and they change. It's like, what? That's not what I said. I said what I said. And I was like, wait, is poted like a southern thing? Like, 
Like, do they poop their pants? Like, nope, it's pooped. So, have you ever pooped okay. your pants on family vacation or a uh, road trip? I have not. I have also not. I have not, although gotten very close. Our last trip, not this past week, but the the trip before back in June. I almost didn't make it. We were almost in Florida. We were we were actually we were in Florida. We were past Jacksonville, but not quite in Orlando. And I like my stomach just started like hurting. And I was like feeling kind of crampy. And I started sweating. I was like white as a ghost. I thought I was gonna I was I thought I was gonna die. And there was just nothing. It's like 11, almost 12 o'clock at night. There's nothing open. There's nothing. I found a, like a Denny's, I think it was. And I like ran in and they were short staffed. So they were only seating like two or three tables at a time. Like it was one, they had one person running the whole front and she was also the waitress. So they had, you know, they had two doors in the back. I think one in the front. Either way, they had most of the doors locked. And I ran in, and they were panicked. They're like, how many people are you bringing with you? I was like, well, there's five of us, but I just kind of need to use your restroom right now. And I'm like, I'm willing to pay for food if that's what it takes to get you know into your restroom. But they, were, they were, weren't concerned about me using the restroom. They were concerned about you know me sitting down for food. <laughs> sure enough, they let me use the bathroom. I made it, barely. But was very, very sick. On the flip side... My oldest son had a very similar situation this past trip where he almost didn't make it. So something about that trip to Florida, man, gets them bowels moving. <laughs> so anyways. All right. All um, right. I'm next. Have you seen any of the questions on Discord, by the way? I haven't touched them. No. You haven't looked at them? Nope. They're ridiculous. Dude. Oh, my Good. God. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am style on you, bro. Right in. If Bean Boozle was making a new special edition flavor, which one would, would would you choose to eat? You have to pick one. Joe Biden's morning breath, Donald Trump's nut sweat, or Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> press milk that's one month old. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. Joe Biden's morning breath, Donald Trump's nut sweat. Oh lord. Oh. And <laughs> And then Nancy Pelosi's spoiled milk. <laughs> yes. I mean, morning breath seems like the really the easy way out of this one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not drinking any salt water. And I'm not into curdled milk. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what about you, uh, Joe? You got to pick the one. breath. Yeah. Sleepy Joe's breath. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not fucking putting Nancy Pelosi's breast milk in my mouth. I'm not putting anything of Nancy Pelosi's anywhere near my body. <laughs> Lord help us. All right, Kali. Um, I would go with Nancy Pelosi's breast milk because I could probably hide it in, like, yogurt. <laughs> it's a month old. Yeah, dog. Hey. <laughs> Somebody will buy it. Don't make it right. <laughs> That's so disgusting. The fact that I'm styling on you, bro, had that swimming around in his brain is a little uh, alarming. Ugh. All right. 
JT, John Tencredi, that one Seagal, the Alpha Seagal. My name is Mayo. He writes in and says, How many poop sock nunchucks can one create in one's full expected lifespan? Poop. This is the greatest question of all time. Poop sock um, nunchucks. That's a lot. That's, that's crazy. I mean, that's a lot of poop. <laughs> yes. What are you thinking, Joe? That's a lot. That's a lot. Of, I don't know if I can create that much poop to make a nunchuck. Well, I would say pre E2M, I could probably do. <laughs> I could have a small fa- factory, a small warehouse of poop sock nunchuck. Now that I'm doing E2M, with the exception of this past week, uh, I sometimes go like seven to eight days without using the bathroom. Like it's it's That's ridiculous. Not healthy. It's not. It's been it's been a thing. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not much in the poop sock nunchucks these days. Also, if our if the actual terms of creation were strictly for were strictly for like gaming, like you, while you're gaming it up, and then you make the poop sock, uh, then <laughs> then I'm not gaming enough to make poop socks. So. Like I roll my own poop sock nunchucks. All right. What about you guys? I would probably say for me a small factory. Nice. Jesus. I have irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, but those are like IBS level poop sack nunchucks. That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Joe, what about you? How much poop could a poop sock poop of a poop sock could poop sock? Poop. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. All right. What, uh, I mean, enough to definitely like give all the members of Cobra Kai their own poop sock nunchucks. That's a lot. A lot of members of Cobra Kai. Yeah. You know, they got to strike first. So I have to make sure that nunchucks are deadly. Nice. Nice. All right. Kalai, what's our next question? Uh, there is any, no, any more on discord. Is that the last one? That was the last one, yeah. So okay, good. All right, Jay, uh, Jared writes in. He goes, um, "What are with all these awesome video games that shouldn't be mobile games coming to mobile phone, but with in-app purchases? Diablo, Nino Cooney, and Octopath Traveler are all good games, uh, and I've seen ads lately for phone versions. Has anyone tried these games that I assume are abominations? So we'll stop right there." Has anybody played Diablo Mobile, Nino Cooney Mobile, or Octopath Traveler Mobile? I mean, Diablo Mobile is an actual game made for mobile. It's not a console game. It was actually a game made for mobile, so it's a kind of a little bit different. I, I, get, I assume he's talking about Diablo Immortals. That is actually a mobile game. But with the with the invention of like all those phone grip case things and all that nonsense, like you can play anything on a phone now. Yes, yes, that's true. You can sync your controllers up, mount your phone to the top of your controller, and you can yeah, use full controller nuts. support. Yeah, go nuts. Like, like We live in a different age where like a phone is not just a phone anymore, and it doesn't just have crappy games. Like You can do a lot in a phone now. Phones are more powerful than the Switch at this point. Yep, not my phone, but some phones. <laughs> 
not my phone either because my phone's a phone it's a phone i have a phone mine's oh. I, I i do so much of my business through phone too and i have such a crappy phone it's an iphone se so like four gens back or three gens back damn yeah i thought mine was as bad i have the i have the xr or whatever that called. <laughs> i got the se and so me my wife and my son we all have se's but mine's been run They're over. They're like throttling those to like fail. Yes, yes. <laughs> the internet is trash. I was trying to work off this thing this week. So it sucked. Yeah, I, I got to upgrade, but I don't want to upgrade. I don't want to pay freaking billion dollars for a phone that's only going to last two years. It drives me crazy. I hate it. I hate the phone upgrade system. I hate buying a new phone. I hate how much they cost. I hate phones in general. So. Clive, you played any of those games? Diablo, Nino Cooney, or Octopath Traveler on mobile? So I downloaded Diablo Immortal and just never played it. Interesting. Interesting. I I haven't even downloaded it. I'm just, I don't even know if my phone will run it. My phone will definitely run it. But All right. Go ahead. But like I just haven't had time to start it. Because I do have the thing that makes it on my controller. I I've played another game that was phone first and came to uh, another platform then that was the Castlevania game Okay. and that one was riddled with microtransactions and I kind of get disappointed where like I when I pick up a game like that on the phone I just want to play the game I don't want to be like oh you have to wait 20 minutes to make your next move you know what I mean yeah that that I I don't like that stuff. And my kids, man, that like it sucks watching them play these games because they have games they play all the time. But it's like, oh, I gotta watch ads to get an extra life. I gotta, I got, or I can pay money. And I'm just like, man, I hate that for them. Now I wish that there was games where like you could like. I wish there's some of these phone games you could actually play on a console because I would. Dude, they, like there's some you you play Jurassic World Alive or whatever it's called. My kids will play the fool out of that on console. The game's pretty dope. Or Simpsons tapped out. If I could have Simpsons tapped out on my Switch. Oh, man. Great. That's interesting. Never played that one. All right. The next part of Jared's question is, does it ruin the game's good name by allowing them to release a version of the game that is likely a turd? Maybe these turds can mistakenly be tied to Amber Heard. Hashtag, what if these turds are not from Heard? Uh... I mean, no, because Sonic the Hedgehog still exists. <laughs> so there's your end Resident Evil. What so, I mean, there are bad Resident Evil games. There's bad There's bad games in almost every franchise. Look at Assassin's Creed. All they do is make shitty games now. Dang, hot date. Yep, yep, yep. Speaking of Assassin's Creed, we just got all those for PS Premium. Yeah, enjoy all those 100-hour adventures where half the game is padding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking like uh, they should just put a, a, a Assassin's Creed. They should just they should just put like a box of tampons and just call it padded. Because that's all that's all this game is is padding. It's like sorry, insane amount of padding in those games. Yeah, I agree. You know what they didn't give us the best game uh, that they put out in years. They didn't give it to us for premium. Which one? Uh, which one? Uh, yeah, I, I guess they didn't give us there. Odyssey either. Now that I think about it. So I would say Odyssey is the best out of all. Is is Rogue the one they're shutting down? They're shutting down a lot. Yeah, of they're them. shutting down. The, the, uh, Ubisoft shutting down a lot of games, but no, I was going to say the um, 
in my opinion, my favorite. Now, granted, I didn't play anything. Pat, uh, I didn't play Syndicate, and I didn't play Odyssey or Valhalla. Although I own Syndicate and I own Valhalla, I haven't played any of those. Um, but I played every Assassin's Creed, at least some of them, up to that point. And uh, Rogue was awesome. That was the one that came out the same year as um, oh, Freedom Cry and the other two. No, that was after Freedom Cry. I like Freedom Cry yeah, a lot. Black Flag. Playing as a slave was cool. Yeah, you had Black yeah, it Flag. It was just very different. And then you had Unity. Unity came out to the current gen at the time. That was the first next gen one, wasn't it? Or, right, right, right. And then um, Rogue. Like riddled piece of garbage. And Rogue came out on PS3 and Xbox 360. And it was awesome. So it was really, really good. Like I remember getting that from the Redbox back when Redbox had games. Yeah, I remember Redbox had games, yep. and it was freaking great, great. Yeah, it was, and you just didn't return it. <laughs> like, or people would people would rent out a game, Daryl, and then they would put like a CD back in the case and then put it back in the Redbox machine. Yes, dude. What happened to me was I rented um two K seventeen. I think it was seventeen. Yeah, and it was uh like I no. Maybe it was 13. Maybe it was 13. The one with Stone Cold in the cover? Which one had the rock? 14? 14. 14? That was the yeah, one. 14. So the one that had the rock. 13 CM Punk. Whichever one had the rock on it. Uh, I rented that one, and I rented it on PS3. And then when I p- got the disc, it was a piece of paper. It was a photocopied version of it. So it could, <laughs> yeah, so it could scan the code, and it would accept it. Crazy, isn't it? Oh, wait. What? Yeah. So, so they would take and they would just they would make a photocopy of the disc so that it had the barcode and everything on it. Cause you know and the Redbox games had their little label on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you photocopied it, you could just cut it out, put it in the case, it slides in, it reads the barcode, and then it says that the game was returned. Oh shit, that's clever. Yeah, it sucks when you're the guy who goes to rent the thing and it's nothing in it. It wasn't there. So that was a little bit of booty, in my opinion. Yeah, but the big old bag of Sucktown right there. Oh, Sucktown! But you know, I guess you know that's why they don't do games anymore because they were getting ripped off so bad. That's fucked up, though. Yeah, (laughs) put the barcode paper in there. Isn't that crazy? Like, who would do that? Like, that's like you got to be real hard up to be like, man, I got to steal from the red box today. And I was wrong, by the way. I double checked behind myself, and yes, Rogue is offered on on the PS uh, Premium service. The remaster version is. I highly, highly, highly recommend that game. It is so, so good. If you like the old style Assassin's Creed, if you're tired of that or you didn't like it to begin with, then it ain't for you. So, but yep, that's that. So, we got any more questions on Discord, or is that it? No, that's it. All right, so I did want to give an update. Sadic score is 11. I've done, I updated his uh, his points. So he is on there. It's funny because JT and I were both entering in people's stuff at the same time and sending each other little sweet messages. So, very nice. All right, all right. Well, this is definitely a shorter episode of the podcast, but I don't want to pad them if we don't need to. The show it's will Sunday. be as long as it should be. Yes, and it's Sunday, and... I just got back off of a crazy long vacation. Bit. I just got a trophy. Wow, wow. About time somebody did it. Bow, wow.
guys, if you're listening to this and the episode comes out late, I just want to say it's not Daryl's fault. It's probably Joe who didn't send his audio. Oh, dude, please send me the audio tonight. <laughs> that would stink. Yes. Yeah, true. I should do that right away. Yeah, because we've had issues with um, <clears throat> recording tonight. People don't really won't. Re- well, actually, this. Go ahead. Well, actually, this one should be able to. I should be able to just send this through the actual chat box because it's gonna, it'll be small enough. We'll see. We'll see. So and that's what she said. Oh, all right, guys. This has been the Loot Bros Podcast. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Kalai. Thank you so much for coming on here. If you're listening to this, I dropped a special episode uh, where I did reviews for some upcoming comic books for Legacy Comics. Please check those out. Um, I was checking the numbers earlier. Uh, the Apple numbers are being screwy again. They're not reporting again. It's freaking getting them on Earth. But that being said, if you're listening to the show on whatever podcast platform, Please leave us reviews. Please like, share, do all that stuff. We would love for you to share our show with other people. Add your friends to the Facebook group. Join the Discord. Links to all that stuff are in the description each and every week. So thank you guys for coming on and talking oh, shot with wait. me. I have a very special message for CJ. Okay. But JJ. Oh, dang, <laughs> CJ. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so yes, definitely check out all the stuff that we've got in the tank. If you are listening to the show and you don't subscribe to the YouTube, go subscribe to the YouTube. If you listen on YouTube, but you don't subscribe to the shows on a podcast platform, please go subscribe on a platform, even if you don't use it and definitely leave us nice reviews. Um, but whether you're on a podcast platform or you're on the YouTube, please go to our Patreon and support us there. We've got lots and lots of awesome content on there. We keep throwing extra stuff on it. It is definitely, there's a lot there. Even if you just get in at the at the $1 tier, there's hours and hours and hours of content on there. So that being said, thank you, Joe. Thank you, Kali. Thank you all for listening. Um, one final thing to push, go buy the Poop Sock t-shirt. It is the greatest t-shirt ever made. And if you don't believe me, just go look at the description. It says it right there. It's a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. So, all right, everybody, this has been the Loot Bros Podcast, and we're out of here. Later, guys. All right, everybody, I'm going to end the show with another mashup, another remix of our theme song, Time Is Running Out. This is another one that our good friend DJ Hecticles did for us years and years ago. So I know it's been a bit of a shorter show, but I'm going to end it with a really rocking, really cool, freaking heavy-hitting version of the song. And uh, we appreciate you guys. We'll be throwing some extra stuff into the podcast feed this coming week. Hope you dig it.